there, I'm Scott, and this is Tangents. I'll tell you, I feel kind of like a spoiled brat bitching about this, uh, considering I, I have plenty of things that I need to talk about, um, or not need to talk about, but would like to talk about, or should talk about. Um, obviously, George Floyd. Um, well, this is, I guess, today is the 29th of May, 2020, when I'm recording this. Um, there were just depending on your perspective, riots or protests in um, Minnesota, Phoenix, Louisiana, a, a bunch of different cities. Um, you know, and, and the, the thing, I'm, I'm just gonna get this one out before I get to that. Um, this is gonna be a short-ish thing because uh, my computer just like flaked out and I had to, uh, had to reboot it, which takes forever. And things, even after doing that, didn't work. And I gotta tell you, it's like, I, I feel like an asshole because I'm so bothered by this shit. But the computer that I have is, you know, it is an expensive 16 inch new MacBook Pro. Um, and, and it is garbage. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some things that are very nice about it. It looks fine from the outside, but it gets hot, ridiculously hot, no matter what. Um, and it's not just one thing. It's not, I don't want to imply that there's like one issue. The problem is there are many issues. There's definitely some kind of hardware thing going on. I'm, I'm certain of that. Uh, it just, it, I, I mean, and, and it's not just even one hardware thing. Certainly there's a thing where if there's any torsion applied to it, things get a little flaky. And by torsion, I don't mean that I'm like sitting there manually trying to twist the thing. I mean, if I'm sitting on the couch, I put it on my lap, there's a tiny bit of torsion applied, and then the graphics gets all fucked up. Now, don't get me wrong, also, when you have high-speed connections and you have a dense ball grid array that is soldered in there, it's hard to make that work, but this is fucking Apple, you know? And, yeah, I understand why this is a problem, but it's still a fucking problem, and it's still an expensive computer, and just that one alone, I think is a defect. And I I had a similar issue in my previous one. So I think it's, it may not be a known issue by definition, but uh, it's certainly an existing issue that has not been addressed. But it's a relatively minor one that you can work around, can live with that. The overheating thing, like the thing just sitting there, um, and, and, and here's the thing. So there's a software thing that Safari, the web browser, that is the system default that has been around for, I don't even know how long, certainly over a decade. And even when Apple first built it, it was built on an existing kind of mature browser basis. So it's not like a new program. It's not like they've just come out with it and they haven't worked out all the bugs. I will have it open with no fucking windows open. I have no plugins. I have even tried clearing the, ca the cache I've tried clearing the history, which is annoying, by the way, uh, because I like the history is useful. Uh, but I've done all that, and it will be pegged at 100% of a core, which is annoying and it's weird. But again, I have an eight core machine. I think it's eight core, maybe it's six. Whatever it is, I have way more cores than one core. One core at 100% should not cause the machine to get like uncomfortably hot to the touch. It shouldn't make the fans come on at 100%, and yet it does. And I gotta tell you, like, 
again, I feel like a spoiled asshole for this, but it's like, it's just, there are so many problems with it. You spend that much money and, and also it, part of it, part of it is just like, I, I've been a very loyal Apple customer since about 2000. You know, I, I, I first switched over when Mac OS X was coming out, when it was in beta, I got excited. Here's Unix underneath consumer polish. It was like, it, and, and it actually, it wasn't like it was the idea of a good thing. It was an awesome fucking thing. Um, I, I was previously dual booting into BSD and Windows, which was a pain in the ass. And yeah, it, it's like, even if you had stuff where you could kind of see both systems from the other one, just the dual booting is not fun. It doesn't work well, it's, it's messy. And you can't, you know, if you wanna just open up a terminal for five minutes, if you can do that in Mac OS, piece of cake, or OS X at the time. If you do that dual booting, it's like five minutes to dual boot, five minutes to boot back, to, you know, clickety-click, and then, you know, it's just, it, it's, it becomes a very different proposition. Um, and I wouldn't wanna stay in BSD at the time, or Linux or whatever, because the polish is really not there. A lot of the consumer applications are not there. Yeah, it's just, it was a good thing overall. And, you know, since then I got Titanium PowerBook G4, which was for the time a pretty awesome machine. Was very excited about, you know, this new thing. And I had a bunch of MacBook Pros, um, MacBook Air, which still it was one of my favorite computers. Um, yeah, and that was even pre-retina display. Now I am I'm so spoiled by the retina displays, I can't go back to it. It's like, God, I can see the pickle, or pixels. But getting back, you know, the previous MacBook Pro that I had, had this keyboard thing. And yeah, it, it was an annoying thing. I mean, I understand engineering is hard, especially when you're really pushing the limits, especially when you're trying to make things super thin and still feel like a tactile keyboard. But, or you know, that kind of stuff, you're really just pushing up against the edge. But at the same time, I'm typing on the keyboard and every fucking time I hit I, it would hit a couple of extra I's. So I'd have to delete it manually. And it, it's a thing like you start, the annoyance of that, because every time you get in the flow, I normally touch type and I'm not even looking at the screen I'm just kind of like doing something else or thinking on about something else or you know not, not focused on it. It slowed me down and it's like every time it, the, the thing that I would liken it to is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They're on this planet where every time you think a rake comes up and whacks you in the forehead. And it's like, you know, you, you just can't you you can't physically be on that place and think because any momentum you get, any cognitive energy you're you're you know you start moving you get thwacked in the head every time you type i is a common common character you know you might type a couple words without an i but you're not going to type a sentence without it and certainly not a paragraph so as you're typing you have to get derailed uh go back backspace backspace correct it go back and then you just keep doing this back and back and back drove me fucking insane now luckily i had an external keyboard I didn't have one before this. I actually got one because this was so fucking annoying. But I got an external keyboard. It was tolerable, just annoying when I was, you know, using my computer as a fucking portable computer. 
because um, carrying an external keyboard around is annoying shit when you're doing that. But it was, it was like, I could deal with it kind of. And Apple, to their credit, um, paid for the repairs and they would do them. But the thing is you had to schedule a Genius Bar appointment, take the computer in, and then it was like a week turn time. So, you know, you'd take it in and then you're without your computer for a week. That again was an expensive computer and it was my primary machine. So I'm gonna be without my main computer for a week. All of the work that I do, literally all of the work that I do is involving a computer. I, whether it's programming or engineering, uh, mechanical or electrical or whatever, even if it's research or whatever, I, 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 like I can use the iPad kind of a little bit, but mostly I need to be on the fucking computer. Occasionally I'm on the whiteboard, but when I'm on the whiteboard, I'm doing like stuff that will eventually go into the computer. I can't get that far without a fucking computer. And I have, you know, I'm, I've, I'm not somebody that has like five computers sitting around. And even if I did, they'd be five different computers. They're, it's getting more to the point where every computer is kind of your, like if you have three Macs, iCloud stuff kind of shares it-ish. So you're sort of more like your one computer, but it's still not quite there. Um, someday maybe. And the bizarre thing is when I worked at Intel at my first job um, in the 90s, you know, they had remote login and this thing where, and not even remote login, but uh, what was it called? The yellow, yellow pages or yellow something like this. Whatever it was, any computer you sit down at becomes your computer. All of the settings, all of the... That was there. Um, Steve Jobs talked about this and he had the same experience way before consumer machines had anything close to it. And we're still not really there. It's getting closer, but not there. So anyway, 16 inch comes out. I don't have a ton of money, but I'm kind of like annoyed with this keyboard. I finally, to, to close off the keyboard thing, I finally went to a wedding and okay, I'm going to take a week off and not have a computer. I can just, I'm just going to kind of like take a break, which is not something I generally do. Take the week off, take the thing in, get the keyboard back. And it's mostly better, but still not perfect. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Tim. Um, and so I was annoyed with it, but I was like, I'm not going to fucking do this again. Um, my, my business partner went through th three fucking keyboards on his MacBook Air, same problem. Different key, same problem. Um, and incidentally, another friend, also a guy that I work with, had, he got a MacBook Air like six months ago and it became a brand new fucking computer, not a cheap one either, became unusable, like unusable. So I got the 16 inch before, about, about the same time, maybe a month or two before he got his. Whenever it came out, I thought, okay, I'm gonna do this. It kind of sucks, but I'm due for a new one anyway. I try to upgrade every few years. I do a lot of CPU intensive stuff. So it kind of made sense to me. I did that. And to my, to be fair, I should have known the fucking day that I got the thing. I'm in it, I'm just doing something. I, I don't even know what I was doing. It was like while I was setting the thing up. Um, fucking thing freezes, you know, hard freeze where you have to reboot. 
force reboot and then as it's rebooting uh, the fan like spins up and then shuts down and comes back uh, that was the factory OS factory installed OS basically no changes just starting to rebuild things and I intentionally didn't recover from the time machine because I was like it's a pain in the ass but I kind of like setting up a new machine and you know trying to clear out all the cruft so annoying and I, I thought at that moment I should just return this fucking thing but I also thought eh, maybe it's just a software thing maybe they'll fix it uh, maybe it's just a weird anomaly not an anomaly and and so the thing has been crashy like this to varying to to be fair some it, it, it's not like every day crash 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 some days it's like that and some days I'll go for a few days or even like a week and it'll be pretty much okay but then it'll overheat and crash I'm not saying that the overheating is necessarily connected to the crashing they could very easily be two separate things but they definitely do both um, yeah and then yeah I'm sitting here so like this morning open up logic which incidentally also logic just sitting there on my computer with logic open logic is an Apple program which incidentally also doesn't support Apple's full screen thing properly it just maximizes its window in the main desktop but totally a side thing that irritates the shit out of me also but yeah you know, it just like if I have it open not recording not doing any processing at all it doesn't show super high CPU usage but the computer gets hot and it, I don't mean it gets like warm I'm not exaggerating here it's getting hot it's like you know you're doing heavy CPU intensive rendering or something it's hot uncomfortably hot fans come on full speed and that's just like right now I, ha I have to have the computer while I'm recording this is in the other room two rooms away through two doors I had to close both doors because if I open one of them the fan noise comes through and I can still luckily you're probably not gonna hear it uh, because the mic is pretty is pretty good um, you know a little bit of filtering to take that shit down but I can hear it it's just in there and it, it's kind of like you just kind of listen to it you're like what the fuck what the fuck Apple and so anyway anyway shit shit crashes I'm, I'm just sitting here on yeah and I, I have like to be fair my schedule doesn't need to be as packed as it is but I don't have large chunks of time I don't have a lot of things where I can just sit there and record these and do all this stuff I make time for it and you know when you have that and then the shit crashes and you have to restart stuff or like worse one time it just um, stopped recording and I had to switch audio to the camera's audio which is terrible um, yeah it's just oh just maddening 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 so all of these things are you know like to be fair not that big of a deal but it annoys me you know it's like I I know personally I mean you just think I, I've probably had 10 MacBook Pros you know but even say if it was five just say it's five 
and the cheapest one was a few K, right? Start doing the math, like 15K right there. I'm sure I've personally spent 20K at least on MacBook Pros. I'm, you know, I've, I've gotten so many iPhones and iPads and these fucking watches. This, to be fair, I'm an idiot. I keep buying the stupid things, but I've had them. You know, I've been a pretty loyal Apple customer. I have told a lot of people to use Macs. I've, sit, I've sat there and I feel like an asshole because of this. I've made the argument to people. They're like, oh no, Apples are just expensive crap. And I'm like, no, they're actually, what they do is they use good quality stuff. They have good engineering. They have, you know, and I'm saying all this stuff. And I, I, I don't think I was wrong, but I was saying it and I was advocating for it. And I was trying to, you know, and I, I convinced a lot of people and I don't even think wrongly so. But now it's just shit. It's just garbage. Like what the fuck? And the thing that's annoying about it too, I have to use Windows for some of the stuff that I do. So I have, you know, it's not like I haven't touched Windows in 20 years. I have, I use Windows almost every day and I hate it. I don't like it. It's crappy. It's not good. So my choices are, and I use, you know, Linux and BSD. There's no good choice. There's like Apple, which is kind of shitty, but has certain things that are done pretty well. There's Windows, which is definitely shitty. You know, it's better than it would, much better. I'd rather use the current Windows than say Windows NT or Windows 2000 or any of those things, but it's still pretty shitty. Um, and then like Linux and BSD, eh, you know, it, it's fine in the terminal, no complaints there, but as like a primary operating system, it's just not, it's just not there. It's not something you'd want to, even if you could run all of your applications, which you can't. And even if everything was like seamless, which it's not, it's just like, you can feel, it's one of the things actually that really makes me appreciate having a team of designers and engineers working on something versus sort of this, um, this idea of kind of the stone soup. Um, you know, we're going to get a lot of people all over the world to kind of come together and like, each one's going to do their own little contributions. That patchwork shows. The patchwork is fine if you're talking about like little command line applications where each one does one thing, does one thing, does it well, do one thing, do it well. But when it's a full operating system and you have the GUI and all this stuff, it's just ugly. It's uncomfortable. Things don't quite work. And even when companies are trying you can just see how hard it is. It's, it's not good. It's just not good. And similarly, I, I've tried Android phones. I fucking despise them. So I've got, in, in addition to just not liking the whole story of how they got started and all of this. So, you know, like, what the fuck do I do? It's like, you've got Apple, which sucks. And you have these other options, which suck. They're great. Fucking great. You're just, you're just fucked. And I think actually, so this is something I'm not going to talk about the, um, the riots and all of this stuff felt really fucking good. And a little diversion here felt really fucking good to see more than one police precinct burning down. I gotta say, you know, the police kill with impunity. Uh, you see people who say that they're not even going to charge the officers. I mean, you, it, there's literally video of this guy putting his knee on another guy's neck. Other dude, I can't breathe. And then he dies. 
And then you have people making a defense. They're like, well, if you can say you can't breathe, then you're obviously breathing. Okay, technically maybe, but the dude is dead. The dude is dead, right? You know, there's no question. There's not, it's not like, oh, well, you know, he was just, he was just really whiny. And in reality, he was fine. No, he wasn't fine. He's fucking dead. Fucking dead. Killed by cops. You know, and I, I got to tell you, this whole idea, there are, like, I say this all the time. You will not convince me that there is such a good thing as a good cop. I do not believe it. Maybe, maybe one day there will be, but I don't expect it anytime soon. And it's certainly not fucking now. And I'll tell you why. Yes, you may not be a murderer. You may be a cop. You're not the guy putting your knee on somebody's neck. You're not the guy standing there by the guy putting the knee on the neck and not doing anything. But you're still on the force with people like that. You're still not demanding that your fellow officers face repercussions. You're still letting this shit happen. And it's not like it's not known. The guy who murdered this guy has a long rap sheet. He, in fact, Amy, former presidential candidate, contender for VP Klobuchar, let this motherfucker off. Like years ago, he actually, the murderer, the literal cop killer. And by that, I don't mean guy who kills cops. I mean the cop who's a fucking killer. That guy, Amy, let off. No consequences. He's got, you know, like 20 things. Maybe it's like 15 or 18, but a bunch of things where there are clear ethical violations, like terrible shit, no consequences, no disciplinary action, just, you know, he's going about his business. You see these guys that, you know, like, um, I mean, it's not like murdering somebody, but they're sitting there with peaceful protesters on one side. They're in the riot gear, looking like they're in some kind of military incursion. And the peaceful protesters are just sitting there, and some asshole pulls out the, uh, the mace and, like, sprays people down, or pepper spray, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know if cops use mace anymore if they use prep. Either way, not something you want to be sprayed with. And these are just like, they're just standing there like, yeah, what the fuck? Not doing anything. You know, rubber bullets are coming out, all this shit. And now you have Trump sending in the National Guard saying, or like basically saying, you know, like, well, if the looting, I can't remember what the quote is, but it's, it's something great thing in reference to like the civil rights movement in the 60s where someone in Florida was basically, you know, purely racist shit. Um, said something like, if the looting starts, then the shooting starts. Um, and, and you're like, yeah, this is, this is the guy. And again, I, like, I cannot tell you how awful this motherfucking president is. Um, and, and I just think, like, the Democrats are so fucking stupid. Like, they're, they're part of the reason why things are this way. You know, it's very easy to focus on Trump. But, and he's singularly awful, don't get me wrong, but not that much worse than the other Republicans. And the reason that he's there is because the Democrats also are not that much better. Yeah, I mean, Obama sent in the National Guard to, to deal with shit like this. You know, it's not like, um, I'm not saying that they're the same. I'm not making a false equivalence, but it's not night and day. You know, it's not like, oh, the Republicans are awful and the Democrats are great. 
the Republicans are horrible, unbelievably awful. The Democrats, pretty bad, pretty fucking bad. Even the good Democrats, just like the good fucking cops. I got it. It's like, just and and also like, you look at Trump. There's no way in hell this man should reasonably be have any support at all. Should not be. You know, maybe okay. You have like five percent of loons, so you get five percent of the country that's supporting him. His approval rating is like forty-three percent. If you go to five thirty-eight, they have the Trump tracker. It's like 44 uh, percent, and then. Although I got in an argument with some professor who was like, oh, well, a year ago, you know, he was actually higher. And, you know, but, but if you look at the trend, you look at the trend, not just the data points, the trend has been this overall kind of linear, actually shockingly linear, very slow, but positive slope, linear increase since 2018. And you're like, how the fuck? Yeah, I mean, obviously, how the fuck is pretty easy. It's people get used to it. It's kind of becoming normal. It's not that big of a deal. You see it every day. You can't, you can't be keyed up all the time. At a certain point, it's just not physically possible. You get attenuated, you get used to it. And everything horrible about him, which again, like the cops, no fucking consequences, it starts feeling fine. It starts feeling, and I'm not saying it's fine, but you know, it starts feeling like not that big of a deal. And you're like, oh, well, there goes Trump again. I mean, that's pretty much the, the thought process. And then you have no real opposition to that. No, like, the, there should be a clear distinction between Democrat and Republican here, and there's just not. And again, not making the false equivalence, but by and large, both parties have this neoliberal consensus. Both parties have this whole, you know, it just makes me fucking angry because I'm not represented. It, and also, if I was a conservative person, I feel like I would be angry too because there's no conservative party. It's just like the fucking like anarcho-capitalists, the extreme right people, the GOP. And then you have the Democrats who are like right of center. I've often kind of accused them of being a little left of center. And I say accused like, you know, like, like it's a good, but they're right of center. You know, you look at Obama, you look at all of the, the way that they govern, right of center unambiguously. So even if the party's center of mass is left of center and not that far, the, the people who win, the people who get nominations, by and large, right of center. They are where the Republicans should be. So we have no, you have no actual conservative party. You have no actual left party at all. Not even left of center, never mind like extreme left. It's just, it's maddening. It's fucking, you know, like frustrating as shit. Now, maybe in 30 years, maybe things will happen. Maybe things will happen sooner. I don't know. But at the moment, not good. Ah, so what I, what I started to talk about, and I'm going to conclude with this, just so I'm not quite like as keyed up before I have my meeting. And then this is another thing that just annoys me. But going to that neo neoliberal consensus, this idea that business is great and all of this stuff just automatically better than government. You know, one of the things that capitalism does. It doesn't just make good iPhones, it also makes shitty iPhones. It starts these things where you have, there's this idea of a zombie company, which is basically you have a company that makes, and I think Apple's getting there actually. They, they haven't had the same process, but it's still a similar idea. Company gets a good reputation, does good stuff, 
makes good products. Fluke is one of the examples, like made really good, expensive, but good and worth it. Multimeters and, you know, testing equipment, all this stuff. And so the company is worth a lot. And then the company gets acquired by another company that's just like finance guys. Same, same thing with Boeing. It's, it's the same thing. I mean, you could just go down a list. Finance guys take over, turn the thing to shit. They cost optimize and you can make good, cheap products. Uh, there's, there's a company actually, um, I think it's called Studio Designs. Pretty inexpensive, well-engineered. The only reason I'm, I'm talking about one particular device that I got from them, no sponsorship by the way, but uh, I got a, I've wanted a drafting desk for a long time, got one from them. And maybe it's just this one that's done well, but you can see it's cost optimized, but actually well built. The only thing that scares me a little bit is that the way that it's built, uh, when you're doing the release to lower the, uh, the, so instead of having it at an angle, if you want to drop it down the, the desk tabletop, feels like you could slice your fingers off if you're not paying attention, you know, just like shear them right off. Other than that though, pretty well designed, pretty well engineered and cost optimized versus like iPhone and Macs and all this shit turning to garbage just to save money. And also I mean, part of it is to save money. And part of it is because why spend the engineer, like, you know, we got a hundred billion in the bank. People keep throwing money at us. Why spend the money and time and resources on making every little person happy? You know, fuck Scott, fuck Scott. You know, it's like, okay, he, he's probably responsible directly for 20 K for his company, like a hundred K and for other people, like hundreds of K worth of our products, you know, cause he's advocated us and all of this, but to us, like that is not even a drop in the bucket. We don't give a fuck, fuck him. You can just feel it. It's in the, it's, it's in the, it's endemic to like the bug reporting and all of the issue tracking, like the whole, the whole fucking process of trying to get these things resolved is you, you go through this annoying system, finally get to a person and then their procedure, their recommended procedure for trying to deal with this stuff is to do like a clean install. So you have your primary computer and you're meant to wipe it out, reinstall everything, which incidentally won't work. And then once you've done that, you go on to the next step, you go to the next step and then, you know, like the amount of time it would take to assume that I just got a lemon which I don't think I did. I think there is a defect in the 16 inch MacBook Pro, like a serious, probably more than one, but a serious hardware design defect. There's something wrong. Maybe it's a manufacturing defect. Either way, something is wrong. And it's, it's not just me. Um, to get that fixed, to get a good one, it would eat like days of my fucking life, you know, like fighting with tech support on this going through processes which make my computer unusable. And then I'd have to say like, okay, I don't have to go to the genius bar. I, I get a box, I ship the thing in, wait a week, they replace the logic board, I get it back. And then maybe it works, maybe not. Yeah, Apple could very easily just send me a new fucking computer. Let me transfer my shit, send the old one back and we test it and hopefully it works. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying like, again, yeah, serenity now. I'm very annoyed with this shit. Um, 
anyway, I, I the time is up. I have to go. Oh, man, I'm so much stuff has me keyed up now. I mean, you know, like just like politics and cops and you know this like late stage capitalism bullshit and it's all intertwined is the kind of funny thing like all of these things sound like disparate but they're all connected they're all that you can see through lines um underlying all of this stuff and in all of these cases also it's like well and, and this is one of the things that's frustrating to me if i complain it's like ah scott's just being an asshole you know, and a lot of people are just like used to it and they're like, ah, this is just the way things are. You know, it's just the way things are. You can't even fight it. Why bother fighting it? And then things, you know, and, and you can't even blame people for feeling that way because the more you fight it, the more the fucking rakes keep hitting you in the forehead. So, serenity now. Serenity now. It's my, it's depressing. That's going to be my end for more than one of these now. Okay, um, off to my meeting. Thank you very much for listening. Zai Jin.